one of them. Okay. Two days later. Lomas. Late, we got Lomas Brown, the legendary offense. Bro! Sugar! 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 Man, I, I, so McNuggets, our producer, said, hey, we need somebody Monday. Uh, reach out to someone. I go, okay. I, What's the Browns' biggest problem right now? I thought offensive line play. Who do I go to? Lomas. Lomas, you come on? <laughs> hey, Sugar, I'm in. Yeah. No show. Lomo. I, Hey, I had a senior moment, man. It's hell getting old, Jay. Hey, hey, Jay. Hey, Lomas, I got I know. Lomas, I got you. You my baddest boy right now. You dry snitching on TV, Jay. Yeah. Don't dry, dry snitching. snitching. He's dry snitching. You tell him. Wait, wait a second. I'm not dry snitching. You really I was full on. Hold on a second. He was Lomas. on the stand. I saw him miss. Lomas is getting You're out in the quarter long. Lomas right there. Lomas, you got to help Jay out here. Help because me out, brother. He I, has <laughs> lost his mind, Lomas. Help me out, Lo. He, he just said on this show that Brock Purdy, who we all like and think is a good player, is better than Josh Allen. How crazy is he? Kill me, bro. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Sugar. Come Sugar. at me. You didn't go there. I went you there. You didn't go there, did you, Sugar? And you know what, Lomas? It's going to be proven out. I'm telling you, so, it's going to be proven out. So, now, I would say this. I would say that I think Josh Allen is a little bit more turnover prone Whoa, than no question. Purdy has what been. What gets you beat he, in big games, Lomas? You know that, that, that. You're right. You're right. And he you got to take chances, care of the rock, Jay. man. Yeah. He has this gunslinger mentality, and he takes chances that a lot of other quarterbacks, a lot of more reserved quarterbacks don't do. And when you do that, you put the ball in harm's way. But, man, I love Josh Allen. I love what he could bring to I the table. Lomas, I do, too. That rocket on and them legs, Jay. He could use them legs I, to get listen, out of trouble. I, Jay's I out of his mind. He has lost, I get lost all your mind. That. But <laughs> you got a guy going back to the time he became a starter, 11 games. So all of the starters in the league going back there 11 games, He's first in the NFL in fewest interceptions, and he's second in the NFL in most touchdowns. He's not asked to do nearly as much as Josh Allen. That's how I judge him. Right, Lomas? He's not asked to do nearly as much as Josh Allen is. You're you're right. I mean, in the structure, in in the San Francisco structure, man, they have a great structure. I mean, look at some of the other quarterbacks that they've had in that system. And they've had success with it. And, you know, not to take anything away from Brock Purdy, he's a good quarterback. You got to be good to be in the NFL. But, man, I think Josh Allen is a special quarterback. He's a little special. He is. And, listen, I'm By the way, 17 17 touchdowns and four picks in the playoffs. 17 touchdowns and four picks. Yes. A lot of those were the first round and second round playoff opponents, but when he gets in the struggle with a Kansas City or a Cincinnati, so you, while you're scurrying through to find your stats, I'm just telling you what my eyes tell me. <laughs> Again, he yeah. has thrown bad picks. Well, your eyes are wrong. Big moments against Kansas City, is six <laughs> touchdowns and one pick in the playoffs. What when the game they lost last year? What was his numbers against the Bengals? Yeah, what were his numbers? He did not play well in that well, game. What were his numbers? That's what I want to know. <laughs> one game, Jay. It was a big game. It's the only bad game he's played in the playoffs. What were his numbers? He was. He completed sixty percent of his passes. 264 yards, no touchdown, one pick. Okay. Thank you. That's the only Can't bad game. Can't have it. Lomas, we were Wait, no, no, Jay. <laughs> you're wrong. No, admit you're wrong. You're wrong. Never. You're wrong. Admit it. You're wrong. 
He's played eight playoff games. He's had one bull, bad one. Bull. You're wrong. Time will tell. Time no, will tell. No, you said he's not. He doesn't <laughs> do it big. He's had one bad game right in the playoffs. Right now, he's playing better game. than Josh Allen this season. Who and you, so, and you, you want nobody, me to say that I'm wrong? And, you said he's been bad in the playoffs. We have he a had guess. one bad game. Let's, let's okay. behave appropriately. <laughs> well, moments. We okay. brought you on to talk about the Browns offensive line, believe it or not. Right. <laughs> uh, and I know that you do the Lions games, and I know you're busy on Sunday. You can't see everything. I understand that. We, mm-hmm. did, we did, McNuggets, we sent him some clips, right? I did send and clips. I okay. seen the clips. Okay, so here's what I, before yes. we say anything about Browns offensive line play or whatever, I want to hear what your impression is of the line from the clips we sent you, things that you may have seen that you can point out. So Willis is the one that I really, really watch. Jed Willis, uh, yes. And, yeah, yes. And, you know, Jay, it he's not a bad player. Oh, it's okay. just his technique right now. He He's all over the place with his technique. And what he's all over the place with, uh, Jay, the most important thing is his eyes. Right now he's seeing everything. And when you're seeing everything as an offensive lineman, that means any little fake that the defensive lineman does to you, you're watching that. and you Because you can see his helmet going like this when guys are throwing fakes on him. He has to stop looking at the total picture, and he has to find something small to zero his eyes in on, on his opponent, and that's going to help him. He's just trying to see too much right now, Jay, and you can't do that. As an offensive lineman, you just can't do that. You have to zero your eyes in, like I say, on the small target, and that's going to help you with the overall target. But right now, he's just seeing everything, and that's going to get you beat because, like I said, anytime a D lineman throws a move on you or do anything, you're looking at that, and you're kind of going to go for that and everything. So, Makes not sense. a bad player. He has good feet. He's got good feet. You know, he's quick, but he's watching everything right now. Interesting. Shout out, Lomas, first of all, shout out. I met you at the uh, High School Hall of Fame. Congratulations on your induction. Yep, yep. um, and yeah. um, But I w- really wanted to, to ask is, you know, sometimes from, from your perspective of, of an offensive lineman, how, what what effect does it have if if the coach moves away from the running game too quickly, especially if you got a rookie quarterback? Um, can you talk hey. about how how establishing the run and sometimes you're not gonna have uh, uh, eight yards or ten yards, but just establishing the run kind of slows down the pass rush. What are your thoughts on that? That that's a great point, and I I'll kind of demonstrate it to you. Okay, like we always say, pass blocking is a passive movement, meaning you're going backwards and you're trying to block a guy that's coming at you. That's a passive movement. Run blocking, you're going at a guy. You're attacking this guy. So that's an aggressive movement. So to me, like I say, anytime you can run the ball and run it successfully, it's going to help your offensive lineman because, one, it's going to put them in the mentality of we're attacking. We're going after these guys. Two, like I say, it's going to help you with run blocking. If you mess up a little bit in your technique, you can still overcome it and 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 play. You know, and have a decent run block on that particular play. If you don't do the correct things when you're pass blocking, 
you're going to get beat. It's hard to recover. Some guys can, but it's very, very hard to recover if you don't have the proper sets when you're a pass blocking. So to me, run blocking, I, I hate to use the word easy when you talk about anything in the NFL, but run blocking is easier for offensive linemen than the pass blocking. That's almost like the last thing to come, especially when you get to this level, the pro level. That's the hardest thing to learn how to do. So if they can run the ball a lot more, it would definitely not only help him, but it will help the rest of that offensive line too. Lo, when you look at, you know, at the tackle position, we had a lot of guys that came out. The Browns have drafted guys that play right tackle, and they're trying to transition them to left tackle. How hard is that, and what do what is the qualities that you must have to be able to be successful to make that transition? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I did it in the Pro Bowl, you know, playing left tackle. But in the Pro Bowl, you have to swing and do it. And it's hard. I'm telling you, man, it's hard, especially if you're used to playing on one side and then they're flipping you to another side. Like you say, these guys right tackle position, you don't see the best pass rushers on the right side like you see on the left side. Now you have some guys that are flipped now, some defensive ends that flip and go over both tackles. But for the majority of it, your best uh defense alignment is over your left tackle so it's a whole different challenge than what you have you're protecting the quarterback's blind side which we know is the most important side to protect on the quarterback and it's all about technique it's more about technique on the left side than it is the right side you got to have technique to play the right side too but your technique is so important on that left side because of these natural pass rushers that you have to face um, each and every week over there on the left-hand side. So it's a big adjustment trying to go from right to left. Um, I, I, a good example is Panay Sewell um, here in Detroit. He's had to flip and play both sides because of injuries. That was his natural side, the left side. So it's a little easier for him to flip to the left side coming from the right side. But if a guy hadn't played over there or he's been a right tackle most of his career and you're trying to move him to the left side, it's going to be an adjustment. It really is. By the way, Lomas, uh, the most important question here, uh, I got Amon Ross St. Brown and Jameer Gibbs on my fantasy <laughs> Can we get these guys back on the field this week or what? Are they going to play those two? I know, man. I know, I know uh, Jameer Gibbs. I know yep. he had a hamstring that kept him out mm -hmm. um, that he got during the week of practice. And, um, you know, so I think hopefully he's getting close to come back. And as we affectionately call Amon Ross St. Brown, we call him the sun god here. And the sun <laughs> god, I think, <laughs> I think he's going to be close wow. to getting back. He could have played. He could have yeah. played this game, but they just chose to rest him, which I thought was a good move. You know, I, we were talking about – while we were talking quarterbacks before, we were talking about Jared Goff, and it's fascinating – because when he was with the Rams, like they went to the Super Bowl and a lot of people felt like they got there in spite of him. And then he struggled after that. I, I, I've watched him a lot in Detroit, of course, because he's on my fantasy team. And I think he's played great since going to Detroit. You know, like borderline top 10 right on that edge of the top 10 quarterback. I mean, he seems really good right now. Are you a full believer <laughs> in Jared Goff? Hey. 
I call him the silent assassin. That's him, man. He don't say a lot. His attitude, his mood stays just the same. You can't tell whether we're winning or losing the game by looking at Jared because, like I say, he just stays even keel all the time. But the guy's been playing phenomenal for us. He really has been. He's had the interception in these last three games, one in each game. But the thing about it, after each interception, he has bounced back and led a touchdown drive. And that's the thing that you like to see, how guys handle adversity, how guys bounce back from bad things happening to them. Jared has been awesome. I think he has earned a contract here. You know, like you said, he was kind of discarded from uh, L.A., you know, brought here. You know, people here in Detroit didn't know a lot about him. People were kind of standoffish. People took, called him a stopgap that he got here. And he could just continue to get better and better each and every year, each and every game. And now, if we lose Jared, our season is over with. That's how important he is yep. to the Detroit Lions in this organization. Yeah. Lomas, back to the Browns' offensive line. Uh, and again, I know that you haven't seen every snap like we have. Um, but there's been some talk that Jed's just not the guy. Now, the team picked up his fifth-year option which is for next year. So he's due just shy of $15 million. It, it makes it almost impossible to... I know. I, know. <laughs> I, wow. I, I recognize that look. I know. We oh said my the God. same thing. When they picked it up, Lomas, we were like, what <laughs> are they doing? Now, here's the, the reality of the situation is that's where we are. He's going to be here. Yeah. You know that Bill Callahan is the guru of offensive lines. Yes. You also know that left tackles don't fall out of clouds. So what do they do in this situation where they know they've got a guy that is, is maybe not performing poorly, but on certain plays, he's performing very poorly. How does that get fixed? Can that get fixed five weeks into the season? Well, Jay, I think by them investing the money in him, they figured that it could get fixed. There is no way they would have picked up that fifth-year option if they thought he was a guy that that, that – he couldn't have success. A guy that Coach Callahan, which, like you say, he's one of the best ever to coach that position, that he couldn't uh, turn around. Quick, quick, quick uh, comment, Jay. Um, the Brickershaw Ferguson, his oh, second yeah. year in the league. Yeah, the Jets called me in. That's when uh, Mangini, he was the head coach then. He called me in to work with the Brickenshaw. And I remember before I, I worked with the Brickenshaw, they called me in the office, him and the GM, and they were asking me, do you think this guy could play? We, we're start, we don't know. We, we have no idea if he could play or not. And my question was, yes, he has all the athletic talent. He has all the tools to be a very, very good player in this league. A lot of times, Jay, it's here. Yeah, It's here with a right. lot of those guys, too. You know what I'm saying? So he's a young guy that you have to nurture. You got the right coach to do it. And I'm telling you, Jay, just me looking at his feet, looking at some of the past sets from what y'all sent me, he has quick feet. He has good enough feet to stay on the left-hand side. Of the, the, the stay at left tackle. Right. So I think it could be fixed, Jay. I really do. I think they can fix him. And don't forget, an offensive line is the sum of all the parts. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes. Everybody got to be working like a hand in the glove for that play to work. If one guy not doing what he's supposed to be doing, that play is not going to work on the offensive side of the ball. So all of them are a sum of one. So they should be able to I, – I, I think, Jay, in my heart of hearts, I think they should be able to fix this young man. Well, I really do. That, I really hey, listen, do. I think that's what we want to hear. Yeah. The one thing that's interesting, you said the hand-and-glove thing. Betonio has been an all, you know, a perennial pro bowler. Um, it's interesting that all of the guys on the line that have been pretty solid, all of their PFF grades, for whatever that's worth, it seems like everybody has taken a step back. And I'm going to get your thought on PFF grades in a second. But it seems like Thank all you. of their play is stepped back. And again, if a chain is as strong as its weakest link, it makes sense. Guys are having to switch over and help him with protections. And by proxy, they're weaker at their spot because of it. So it all makes that, perfect sense. What do you think of the PFF grades? Because we have man, discussed them Jay, ad nauseum on this show. So Jay, when did they become? When did they become the telltale of how guys are? When? Who in the world decided? Okay, PFF is going to be how guy get how guys get paid. How you grade a guy? How good a guy is? I'm trying to figure out who is PFF. Who who decided to make them kings of everything? Because every time you turn around. PFL says he's the number one tackle, or PFL says he's playing at this way. I'm like, who the hell is PFL? Well, here's That's what's what interesting. I want to know. We had we had one of their guys on, I think maybe last week or a couple weeks ago, and you know he said they've got you know 70 analysts or whatever. But here's my thing: if they if any of their people were truly great at what they're doing. They would be working for one of the 32 NFL. Thank you. I had a former Thank player that you. watched that segment that reached out to me and said, PFF is the only thing we have. Okay, so we stick our teeth into it. But he played in the league for 12 years. He said, our coaches used to mock it. Our coaches used to say, what are they watching? Because we're grading Thank these guys you. out at a much different level. I think there's some validity well, to it. But we can't. What else are we supposed Bible? to use as fans yeah, and media? Well, I mean, like, how for offensive could, linemen, what else are we supposed to use? There's no other stuff. Well, 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 look, for me, I get upset at the JRO show, ERO network, ESPN. Mm -hmm. They get all like Orlovsky. And I know he's a former lion. But this dude, he be on there trying to tell guys, yeah, if you're going to be a great quarterback, you got to do this, this, and this. Well, dude, you was never a great quarterback. How are you going to tell guys how to be a great quarterback? Man, that just kills me sometimes when I hear some of these guys on TV and these guys ain't never did anything in the league. How are you going to tell somebody how they're supposed to be a great quarterback when you were never a great quarterback? It just it yeah. puzzles me. So back to PFFJ, if it was players in there, if their analysts were former players, I think I can have a lot more respect for it than it being a bunch of writers or well, whatever I, I they think use. There are some to former do players. I think Orlovsky. Well, I hope not, so. I hope so. I think there. Are, <laughs> I don't know. Oddly enough, yeah, I, I, think, I know right. Bruce, he is. Right. I know Bruce Gradkowski is. Okay, I was. You yeah, know what? Bruce Gradkowski. The two were the same yeah, guy, yeah, but, but you're right. Yeah, but I think But I, I did have one more question, Lomas. I'm fascinated by this because. 
you know, we've had Joe Thomas on the show, obviously, another great left tackle like yourself. Yes. And Joe yes. talked about, like, when I talk, when, when we talk to Joe, it seems like he, I don't know that he's ever actually said this. I don't think I've asked him this question. That's why I want to ask it to you. How important is the, the film study, the knowing, okay, I'm going up against this guy this week and Reggie White. And I know he likes to do this, and he likes to do that, versus the actual practice on the field. How? What's more important? Like, how important? Because I feel like we as fans think, oh, it's all about the practice on the field. But the film study and knowing the traits and tendencies of the guys you're going against, is that even more important? Yeah, I, I think so. I think for me, I think it's everybody's preference. For me, like, I couldn't learn on the board or – in the film study, I had to take what they were telling me and I had to go outside and I had to practice it for me to get it down. That's right. how I was. You have some guys that are visual learners. Me, I had to go out there and actually do it to learn. I think it's a combination. I think you have to have both. You have to definitely know guys' tendencies, know what they want to do. If he's lined up in a nine-wide technique, I know he's going to try to dip and rush me to the outside. When he get in this seven technique or this five technique on me, then I know he he got two ways he could beat me, either inside or he could rip me and beat me back to the outside. So I better take a slight inside step to protect my inside and force him to go outside because that's where I want him to go. So it's little things like that that you pick up on. I just found out recently uh, from talking to someone that talked to Richard Dent, and Dent, through his film study, when we used to play against each other, he knew when my head was down, he knew it was a run play coming at him. Yeah. And I, I, I swear to goodness, I wish somebody would have told me that. <laughs> my, my, my Lord. I was wondering why this dude was so hard to block in the run play, but he, he had that little tendency from watching film on me. He knew when I had my head down, it was basically going to be a That's run huge. play. So, yeah, a tell. Yeah, it's important. Like hey, Lomas, yeah. we got to run. Yeah. Before we do, McNuggets wanted to know why you call me Sugar. Should, hey, this the, that's the sweetest man I've ever known right there. Look, like you say, man, you know how sweet sugar is and stuff, man. That How he dressed, how he carried himself. That man was pure sweetness right there. So I had to give him a nickname. And anything that goes with sweet is sugar. That's him. <laughs> Lomas, I can't tell you how great it is to see you again. And we'll talk to you. Thank you so much Ask for coming anytime. on. Right. Anytime, Jay. Anytime. We, thank you, my brother. By, by right. You know the show Ballers? Have you guys all watched the show yes, Ballers? Yes. The, you remember the character was the offensive lineman Charles Green? <laughs> yeah. I always think of Lomas. Yeah, I don't funny. know why. It's no, something no, about funny. like he was a really good player. I don't know. Yeah. I've been rewatching. I that hope show he gets in the Hall of Fame. I know he's uh, up for it, and he's he's worthy. He really is for the length of time he played. And it's I think so it's hard with offensive goals. linemen. Oh, it's so years, hard because like pros, we can scoff at PFF all we want. Like, what else do we have to go by? No, you're when, right. And you and, know, with offensive linemen, with quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. M M okay, there's other things. Yeah, we can, we can see at, that. But, can we, but most man, of us don't know what we're looking at when we're looking at offensive line. Me and G Bush is down right now. Go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, we got a lot to get you. Yeah, on fire. Oh my God. Some comments from Brown's open locker availability. I want to remind the good people out there that. 
that the post-game show, myself, G. Bush, Earl, is back the two-minute warning of the 49ers game this weekend. Good or bad, we will be live with you guys for some celebration and door therapy, depending G, on how it goes. I don't think I'll be smiling like that after the game. Oh, she is very. We have uh, right a couple gonna, comments. I'm not gonna be smiling like that after the game, and I gotta take the callers. <laughs> this oh. is this is. Well, speaking of yeah, you do. Twitter is speaking bad. of comments, callers, etc. We had a couple mm. comments God. and uh, tweets from Open Locker Room today mm. that we want to share with you first. Mm. Uh, the first one, Anthony, <laughs> give me a DTR. Uh, learning. This is, this is I don't want it to happen. So this one comes from Hayden Grove. You can take it from okay, Steve. Brother. He tweeted out, and they spoke with DTR at his locker room availability. DTR said he truly had no idea he was going to make his first start against the Ravens doing? until 10.30 a.m. <laughs> On Sunday. Well, when was he supposed to know? That's when. What do you mean when you're supposed to know? He said no idea. That means that no one on Wednesday said, get ready, kid. <laughs> I, I think you guys are taking. I don't know. No. <laughs> it's what I. It's we what didn't, you didn't know if Deshaun Watson was going to play until that morning. You knew he was hurt. So did he. Get ready, kid. Get ready. He didn't say he wasn't ready. He said he had no idea. You would have some idea if they came to you on Wednesday and said, "Hey, look, kid." No, you wouldn't. Your starters you wouldn't got have any idea over. because you don't. It might be you. That's an idea. This is the way. That's an idea. No, no. This is the way. It works. I think you're. I think you're no, taking. No, you're no, mis. No. Reading Com- what he's saying. Communication one on one. That's right. <laughs> Communication one on one is yeah. you take any doubt, anything out of it. You say, "Listen, Wednesday, come around, DTR. Let me talk to you right quick." Sean has something with his shoulder. I need you to be dialed in. That's exactly mentally right. prepared. I, I, for there's ever. no proof. That's what that's what coaches do. I'm sure he said that. But G. no, no, no. How do you know? Well, how do you know he did? You, you, you take. We got to take him at his we word. We take him at his word. <laughs> he he said he didn't know if he was going to start because nobody knew. No, uh, he but, didn't say that. He did, said he had no can idea. You, can, can you give him? Can you give him the gift <laughs> again? You're taking words and assuming they mean something that I doubt they oh, mean. What, is what no does idea no idea mean? mean? All right, I'm just not going to argue with you on this. This is silly. No, uh, we got two more. We got I, two I think more. it's it silly. He's right. He, he had no him. idea he was going to start. Right, because Deshaun Watson had to warm up. Of course he had an idea that he could oh, yeah, start. Mary okay. K just tweeted. About the but, tell us what he says. Tell, tell us what your thought is after that. We cannot play the video. Go ahead. We can't hear this. Oh, my God. McNuggets, you talking, huh? A great radio, great TV. He ain't say nothing. He ain't say nothing. All right, next tweet comes from. So you, it's not egregious to you. He ain't say nothing crazy in there. He just said he just said he was happy. I mean, I could we play. only saw the text. There's a lot of times I see text of something and think, wow, this is just that's ridiculous. terrible. Like Roquan Smith, Smith yeah. is a great example. And then you hear it, you're like, no, it's not really that damning. Well, that's well, why I wanted to get the one his reaction. Get, the, He's heard it. We have not. Well, I mean, Tony Grozy said he visited Dorian Thompson Robinson locker in the in the locker room. He's too young to hide his emotions. Says he had no idea if he's playing Saturday Sundays. If How would he this know this if he's starting this Sunday or not? Wait, wait, was the that coming about been made. this Sunday this, or the Tennessee game? So the one because he was talking. You guys about are taking the, the words no idea. No, it, it, the one before that we just talked about was last. Week. That's what. Yeah, that's what I want. You guys are Tony, taking Tony the words Rose no idea this Sunday. Yeah, and making that mean something when I don't think it meant anything. But Bull, I know, but it's not a vague statement. Jay, if he would have said, we have, we have a much bigger one to get to. Go ahead, guys. We're, we're honestly, no idea is I had no idea. No, so uh, once again, no idea. we are obviously here. We're not in the locker room, so we can only take the tweets we see online. 
This next one comes from Hayden Grove, and this is about Deshaun Watson. Hayden tweeted, Deshaun Watson made a quick cameo in the locker room before leaving and was not lifting his right arm, favoring his left. We'll nah. see if he's out of practice today. I don't, I don't buy anything of that. I mean, <laughs> what, if I walk into this room, am I necessarily going to go like this yeah, at any a, point in the room? That's a meaningless. That, I think, is meaningless. It was the only and I like Deshaun Hayden. Watson tweet that we had available. So. There was no, another Watson tweet. I, I, I get it. But, you know, if, if, if um, Jay were sick and he was deciding whether he was going to come in or not on Monday and – uh, I said to G, I have no idea if I'm going to be in that seat or not until I know what Jay's going to do. Right. That's the same thing. You're, bull, it's it, not. That does, because, yes, it is. Well, you've done what I would do a million <laughs> yeah. times. Okay. This is Dorian Thompson <laughs> Robinson's <laughs> first but and most important that'd be like, start. That'll be like if I got here so, and they so said. I just want my coach <laughs> to come to him on Wednesday. And by the way, I'm being lenient when I say yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Jay, they he, knew about Jay, this Sunday he night. He didn't. He practiced during Thompson Robinson on Friday. So what? But he, pra- he they all knew Watson might not play. It, he didn't. He, he told us he had no idea he let, was going to play. Let, let me break. He, let, let me break this down to you. If you are a younger player, bull, if it was a veteran, you could put two and two together. Hey, Deshaun might not be right. playing. I'm 35 years old. Hold on. Let me just give you this. Hold on. Before you just yeah, like you just dismiss it. <laughs> if you got a younger player who has never started before. The thing that you want to do is you want to go to them and reassure them a little bit so that they're mentally prepared to go out there and do something. Of course they did that. That's absurd to think anything but, else. Oh, but if but if he's telling you, so let me get, so here's the tea leaves. Yeah. We look at the playbook. The playbook looks like it's Deshaun Watson. They come out in the locker room and everyone says they changed no plays. It's a pop quiz. They changed no plays. Right. So that's one that's one burning fire. The other burning fire is the guy who who he put out there says, I had no idea until 1030 that I was going to be playing. Again, we're gonna so, go we're gonna go and, through circles well, here. Well, no idea. Example, he though. had no idea because he didn't know if Watson was going to be able to play or not. So, of course he had no idea. Okay, so here's what I would want my quarterback to say in this situation. He's a, a rookie who's barely taught, Jay. Please let me finish. In a functional organization, yeah. here's what my backup quarterback says after that game. Well, Kevin came to me Sunday night and said, Deshaun took a really big hit to the shoulder, and we're going to get an MRI on it. We're going to see where he is. But here's what I need you to start doing right now, Sunday at 8 o'clock in the evening. I need you to start your mindset that you're going to be the starter. You may not be. You have no idea whether he did that or not. There's no way to know that. Well, you just said no idea. I do have an idea. The quarterback told me. No, he told me. And he used the same words you just used, no idea. He said he had no idea if he was going to start. Doesn't mean he had no idea. It doesn't mean he came completely out of left field. That's a big difference. No idea. I had some idea. I had a clue. No. How would you have a clue? You didn't know if Watson, it wasn't going to be decided until Watson played. I that never happens. Ever. What Bull? never happens? It never, when you talk to a coach, a coach tells your players they are massaging you through the week. How do you? Of course they did that, G. I but, wanted my quarterback to say today. What does that have to do with anything? They came to me to on say? Sunday. I practiced on Wednesday. <laughs> I practiced so, on Thursday. They told me he, he's telling us he's going to play. But Bull. I want you to prepare you're, like you're the starter. But you, how do you know he didn't you're do ba- that? You're There's no way you know. You don't. I didn't only, say that. Bull, you are we don't bending, know. 
just you, because he didn't say you that, are it bending didn't over backwards. Yeah, to be an apologist <laughs> so to, for the Browns. To take a charge. <laughs> <That's ridiculous. laughs> you, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to take You're a charge. You're making something out of nothing. Okay. You're making something out of nothing. <laughs> sure, it's nothing. The backup quarterback had no idea he was going to play. And until then we say, and then I say, how do you know? How do you know that? Well, the quarterback told me. So, Jay, so Jay, you thought he because we got to move it forward. No, we disagree. I got to get the true and false to get back. Let me ask you this question. Got to recognize. Let me ask you this well, question. We're not going to come to common let me, ground. Let me, ask, okay, let me just ask you this question. Okay, so you thought, you think he was completely clueless in the morning of the Sunday. You I thought there was zero chance he was going to play. I do you think? You're speculating I on don't everything. think that. Okay, so I then what's the problem? I can only go by what he told us. He told us I had no idea I was going to play. How would he have an idea? It wasn't decided yet. Because they could have told him Sunday night, hey, we got get ready. Super he, chats, guys. We one thing has nothing to do with do the we, other. Do it true or false? Both. I, we got to read some There will be chats. no right. common ground here. I just wanted to Let's play move to the next topic, please. We're going to do super chats real quick. We'll get off. But DTR said, first super chat comes from Ronaldo Archer. <laughs> Bruised rotator cuffs can take up to six months to heal completely. Shoulders will be extremely stiff, immobile, rigid, extremely painful to raise the arm above the shoulder. A bruised rotator cuff is a very, very serious injury. No mobility of the joint, extremely stiff. So he takes do. about six months to completely Who heal. Who is this from? Ronaldo Archer. Oh, well, if some Who random guy that? on what Twitter his, says that, what must, is his, like, it must I be need true. His credentials. Does he have background? Yeah, I want to say, does he like, have Did he have this background? injury? Is he a doctor? You if, do not have to submit your credentials to submit a super chat. So. No, I know, but it gives it more credibility. If he's super fan, okay. If he's orthopedic surgeon at UH, then that that means something to me. Otherwise, uh, next one's from James Cosby. Still talking GM in front office. Next one from Set Apart Laz. Hey, boy, I like your haircut. You look like Fred Flintstone, LOL. Oh, that's not, that's not nice. I actually like Bull's haircut. I do, too. I kind of did a really good job, Thank in all you. seriousness. Maybe, maybe that wasn't, well, I don't know. I actually think it was supposed to be a compliment. I do, too. But I, I don't think that was meant it, to be It could have been I without the Fred Flintstone part. I don't care. I look, I've been told I look like Fred Flintstone before. Doesn't uh, bother me. Matthew Dinkus says if Watson's out for the season, they need, everything they, they need to do everything they can to trade for Kirk Cousins. Uh, Acid Brooks wow, can't afford it. has been <laughs> the past two weeks. Deshaun is two and one. Our offense played great the last time he was on the field. We're two and two, acting like we're zero and four. Everyone needs to calm down. Rated R says before. I would not bring Watson back till he's good because Jed Wills will end his season. Uh, you guys are the most fire show, best in Cleveland. We appreciate it, Rated. And Debaser nineteen ninety says Deshaun Watson will not practice today after aggravating his rotator cuff by picking up his wallet. So, <laughs> those are the super chats. Here we today. go with that. Okay, um, we, are there other? You said I think there were other sound bites we should react to. There, I mean, there was one from DPJ saying he's not sure who's going to throw him the ball this week. So there's just a lot of uncertainty. No one slipped up. No one said anything definitive one way or the other. Yeah, so. I don't look at that as being controversial at all. No idea who's going to throw the ball to me this week. His preparation is going to be the same. So I don't think that's egregious on management. But guess what? A lot of teams prepare for games where they're not sure who's going to be at what position until 1 o'clock on Sunday. Right. But this isn't a lot of situations. <laughs> this is a first-time starter, rookie in the NFL. It's different. And in my view, I think Cleveland should have started getting him ready Sunday night when Deshaun, when I'm sure they were already aware that Deshaun and had again, you're saying that as if they didn't. You're right because we don't know. You don't the know. only thing we know is what the quarterback himself is told. Well, I mean, listen, yeah, listen. You're, you're reading into what he said. Oh no, I, wait, I take that back. We got it. I take that back. Yeah, because 
the coach told us also that he thought that Deshaun was going to play. The, at the end of the day, both of y'all are right on this. Like it, it, it's the, it's not that he one thousand percent didn't know that he it was a possibility that he wasn't going to be the start. I mean, he took he threw to the ones all week. Exactly, he yeah. took the one reps exactly. throwing the so ball. They were preparing so he was working week. with it in their eyes. He they felt he's getting some work work with the ones. He'll get some chemistry through this. Right. The problem that occurs is that the game plan didn't change. That's where yeah, and that's the decision that it's that's where everything is bad. You basically, <laughs> you're all in when you change the game plan. Wouldn't you agree? This is Yes. And so I will cut the Browns some slack on this. They didn't know that they weren't all in until Sunday at 10 o'clock. Yeah. They, and, and, and I'm not going to even blame Deshaun Watson for that because Deshaun was doing what players do. Let me get the shot, wake up Sunday, and see how I feel. Man, one time I was at, you know, working in <laughs> corporate America, Tyvis, they said, listen, I, I, I sent an email, and I actually sent an email to the wrong person. And they called me in the office and was like, listen, um, in management, you, you manage a bunch of new people. You got to be really conscious of how you do your message. Was the email you sent to the wrong person about the recipient? I had just that happens a lot. I, I just, just I just, yeah. I just had, I sent an email to, to like one of the executives and it was the wrong, the wrong executive okay. group. Okay. And, and they were like, listen, you don't want to, you don't want to have a messaging issue because now people are going to look for to see if this is a pattern from you. Oh, I see where you're going. You see what I'm saying? I see exactly so you don't it, it, it wasn't nothing bad this time, but if right. you type it fast and we just want you to slow down and you know what? That thing came back to roost again because there was times where I had to send something to somebody and I sent it to another person on my accident. And they said, remember what I saw you just even when somebody tells you, yeah, hurry up and give me that report today. Right. Uh, right speaking right. of reports, yeah. speaking of reports, Zach Jackson, just tweeted out that Sean Watson will not practice today per the team's Wednesday practice pre-availability report. We kind of were leaning that way, weren't yeah. we? What was the piece of information we had to start the show where we said, yeah, it doesn't sound like he's going to go? Yeah, everybody's got it now. I think it was, yeah. a, specul- it was a speculative report. It, that he I'm assume, to. I, I think you have to assume at this point he's not going to play. That. I agree with that. Yeah. Listen, let's err on that side of yeah, caution. Yeah, I mean, you got it. And, and then if he can play miraculously Sunday – I still feel okay. He's a veteran. And just to finish, right, just right. to finish the story really yeah. quickly, when you look at this situation, this is all about messaging. When when your subordinates come out and say different things like that, that means they're unsure of what's going on, how you moving with it. You right. put that on top of deep. I don't know who's throwing me the football. Messaging is important. And you it's know just why that's not even, the X's and O's. And here's why this isn't strike one. The quarterback said after game two or three. We've got a communication issue here. So it's becoming a problem. It's you're miscommunicating on on injuries. And it ain't and big, it's a little small it's, stuff. It's small, said, but again, it's definitely Who said there's a communication cuts. issue? Deshaun Watson. After said, I think it was was it after two at game two or game three? It was after Pittsburgh. Oh, you're right. It was after Pittsburgh. It was after Pittsburgh. What did he say? I don't remember that. <laughs> he said someone asked him why the offense wasn't seeming to be clicking yet. Yeah. And he said there's just a communication. We talked about it on the show. Oh, right, We're not right. on the same show. I, when, when, when I think maybe we should be going for it on fourth down. He was not. talking about him and the, and the receivers, wasn't he? No, not and he coach. also talked about Stefanski. He said specifically of talking about fourth downs, <laughs> like are we going to go for it on this what? fourth down? And, and, and there's, there's some – because a lot of times a quarterback, we think that those decisions are made in the vacuum on third down. A lot of times, particularly now with analytics, <laughs> they have a yellow zone on the field. And what the yellow zone is – that's the zone that they're going to go for it on fourth down. And I think what Deshaun Watson was saying, because he specifically used that as an example, I think what he was saying is 
we don't have a clear-cut parameter yellow zone where we're going to go for it on fourth down. And that's something that as a quarterback, you would love to know on first down of that series. Am I right? Yes. You okay. want to know, and mes- messaging is huge because you don't want to put it in a situation where now you put in, it's Deshaun Watson versus everybody else. Now you start to see, I looked on the, on the thing, Hanford Distance says, hey, uh, uh, you got to go out there and play. You got to show me something, <laughs> right? These are former players. We got, now that, yeah. But that's dangerous that's, too. It's dangerous because the, and, and the organization is supposed to protect you from that. And, and he's in that spot for one reason. Because his coach said he was going to play last Sunday, and Barry. his general manager said he's going to play next Sunday. So I can understand why a former player like Hanford Dixon, yes, who would play with his liver hanging out of his body, I can understand why a guy like that would say, "Oh no, dog, you got to go." That's because the messaging from the court, from nope. the coach and the general manager. If it when did the out, coach say he was going to play? Kevin Stefanski said after the game, yeah, that it was his decision not right, to play. Right, but he didn't say he wasn't going to play. But he no, also no, said no. he was medically well, cleared saying, to play too. Yes, he what said I'm he was saying medically cleared to was, play. He was, he was good to go. So that information should never have been published. That, that never. In that case, he put Deshaun Watson what? in a bad spot, and so has his general manager. But, but listen, we got other injuries to talk about. Also, there's chinks in the armor. Also, other injuries to deal with. Uh, not practicing today, Joel Batonio, Miles Garrett, oh. David Njoku. Uh, now, Miles Garrett did practice Monday. He usually gets Wednesday off, so it might not mean anything with him. Does he usually take Wednesday off? Yeah. Yes. Okay, uh, well, then that's, but, that, that means nothing to but me. But Batonio and Njoku not practicing. That's true. Batonio one is interesting because he was on crutches, supposedly yep. getting out of the locker room I thought the last that was game. Post, po- Postage got a chest injury and a knee injury. And was on crutches. Njoku posted a video on his Instagram yesterday of him working out like catching passes and stuff. Okay. So I, I, I'm going to, assuming never ends well, there's a, I think he have a pretty a good on? chance. Yeah, well, his face was emojied out. Well, the reason I asked that is because I, I wonder, um, with burn victims, obviously it's very painful to have any friction on that while it's healing. Yeah. Imagine putting your helmet on. I don't he, know where he played, the burns are. He played are. through it. I know he did, which is really a testament to him. However, those, those burns heal and are in different stages Let, for anybody that's had a bruise, you know, like a, a scrape. Yeah. You know that it hurts a lot more once it's scabbing up and it's touched. It's almost like you're ripping that wound open again. And I don't know where we are with him. Cyrus, you, you've been in the locker rooms with good locker rooms, bad locker rooms and, and, and all over the spectrum is, is this a, you know, I ain't been in there. We ain't been in. Is, is this an issue moving forward? Or, or is it just nothing? We make it a, a bunch out of nothing. Talking about the Deshaun Watson stuff? Yeah, is this nothing? <laughs> so usually when you in the locker room like this and something of that magnitude happens, the word has spread around about what the situation is with the quarterback. The only thing that's alarming is when DTR says, I know as much as you guys know. Like, that's like, how do you, you're the backup quarterback. How don't you know? No, he didn't say that, did he? Yes, he yes, did. He did. <laughs> I know as much as you guys it, know. It came out after literally two minutes ago as we just finished. Oh, okay, then I'm even more dug in on the no idea. <laughs> so, but the, hey, hey, he can't know as much as we know. He's got to know possible. a lot more than that. Well, he, he, yeah. So that's, wow. the only, that's the only concerning part about it. But, okay, that's the biggest red flag that's come out of today yeah, like, for me. That, that's Mary. Is that common? What was the question, by the way? Uh, it was something Mary Kay had tweeted the video of him talking. And I think they took it down. No, uh, I, <laughs> CCP done oh, pulled did, that they thing. They did take it down. Uh, they took they that down. Who's they? 
Mary Kay tweeted it. It's no longer a Mary Kay. And it's not, I looked. I, I, I tried to get it from. Now Peyton. that's not good. I tried to get. I'm it from telling Peyton you guys. I, down. I'm complaining about the free media where like all, news conferences. What for free. public information and consumption? Yeah. We can't show Brown's news conferences. Yeah. There's a problem with that. The other problem no, is still, when beat right reporters still there. Still are there. Okay, good. Because I know Mary Kay would not pull something like that down. Yeah, at the beginning. Where did you get that information that she pulled that down? I just saw. I thought I saw her tweet it earlier. Yeah, yeah I back to the page. Was, no, that Mary Kay would never do. What that. was the question? Do you know? Uh, Ask quarterback DTR if he has any idea who will start versus if Deshaun Watson can't play. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I just uh, it's it is messaging to your point. It's communication. That's a, it's DTR should not have said that too. Bull, you're absolutely right. Yeah, he should. I said couldn't that. agree with that yeah. more. Yeah. However, yeah, yes, he what he did was he pulled back the curtain. Yeah, that's on an not internal good. Problem. I, and and Stefanski did the same thing, by the way. It's just when oh, he Mary, said Mary Kay, Mary Kay did not take it down, but that, that no, was my we figured that out already. It, yeah. Yeah, there's sorry, no sorry, way sorry. in ever that Mary Kay would do that. Um, the quote did, was the, from Hayden, which is what I saw. The communication, and it, just was, it just wasn't the same. Yeah, account, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both. The, okay. little, the communication that's going on is 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 not great. There, uh, they need to like, like they, I don't I, I don't done, know why you at some point you just. Which is Wednesday. Obviously, this is the beginning of the week. Monday is an extra day after a bye week, so you just try to get guys back in shape. As of today, the game plan has to go into DTR starting. Like well, you can't, well, if, you if, can't, you if can't he's starting, no, depending if, on what they're doing. If Watson's not playing, you got to just go out and we right well, now. Well, there was a report yesterday that it might be no, PJ Walker. Right now, whatever. Yeah, instead of we DTR. Need to, we whoever need to is, lock in who's whoever the Whoever it is, and, and I, th- I think yeah. if those reports are right, it's PJ Walker. Yeah. Yeah. The bottom line like, is. you got to get him ready to play. The bottom line is. In general, over the last week, the communication. Even though I disagree with your guys' take on that one specific thing, even after this, on that one specific thing, I don't think I don't think DTR knows what the hell he's talking. Like I think (laughs) I don't think those words meant anything. But overall, in the big picture, despite the unfair accusations of being an apologist for the Browns, which was absurd. You guys know me better to know I'm not an apologist. Well, that's why I said I give my honest opinion on everything. You've been the positive light in the room. I know that, but I've been critical of the whole communication outside of that one comment. I think that was nothing. But the whole scope between what Stefanski said after the game on Monday, what Andrew Berry said Wednesday, to DTR, sounded like ridiculous. Throw this week. in there Friday, Deshaun Watson telling reporters it's all bad. That and he was they play. seem like it, it seems like everybody's just doing their own it's thing. It's run amok. You're and right. That's not good. And that's my that's my yeah. point, Bull. That's my point. He did shine a light on the internal problem, and he's wrong for that. Stefanski was actually wrong for that. That's why we were so critical of him on Tuesday. That's not who he is. Everything he says is thought through. I don't know what they're doing And intelligent. And for him to go out there and say that puts external pressure on Deshaun Watson and makes him look weak. And and, and And if they get killed this week, which they're going to if one of these these guys besides Watson plays, we got to start having a serious conversation about Stefanski getting fired. And and, and by the way, hold on. I got got to say this. Listen, listen. If if you took offense... That you, you thought, I didn't really no, no, take offense. I was no, just no, surprised. No, no, no. It wasn't you. No, no, no. I was the no, one that said Brown's no, apology. I'm just, no, but I, I, I don't get offended, no, no, but no, no, I was no, surprised. No, no, I was surprised. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. If, if, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going at your, your character. And I know. I know, you, I know how you speak, how you speak. I love you, so I just, and I love I you. It's all good. You, it's I, all good. I'm not offended at all. You, you know I love you. Go ahead. Real quick. 
Uh, we're going to do two minutes on this because we only have two minutes left. I got woken up last night at a text from G. Bush. At oh, yeah. In the morning. I got to find out about Let this me, Yeah, let's, uh, let's show the text real quick. At 308? 308. Yeah, G. Oh Bush texted me. Quote, and G, I'm, I'm dry snitching, but you didn't say anything bad. No, you're full snitching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot to text you earlier tonight. I didn't watch much, but to say, Omani freaking Bates. G, you got two minutes. Omani, 10 points in hey, preseason hey, debut. Um, uh, hey, hey listen, Omani Bates, man, I'm going to tell you what, man, listen. Hey, you, you, by the way, Cleveland, get excited. See, see, Kool-Aid ain't just for football players. <laughs> that Kool-Aid, that Kool-Aid comes out for, for the Cavaliers, and Amani Bates comes oh into the game. God. Mike, I love the look way. Look how skinny I, he I is. love the way he came in and swung the ball. It looked like somebody had told him, you ain't got to touch the ball every time and shoot it. How many he swung the rotation. Did he finish with? Hey, Goose hey, playing good defense. <laughs> Good playing, good defense. He did follow three he point shot, He shot a tough shot at the But guess end. what? But guess what? He, he that, did. that boy on that listen, he the transition, secondary transition. Him scared. floating to that corner. He's scared of the money moment. bags. And then you the see what happened. They gave him that ball. And you looked around and everybody was like, Oh, we didn't seen this before. <laughs> Darius Garland gets on his feet. Ha ha Evan Mobley's like, that's that boy, and you know he going to the step back. Ha <laughs> ha that could that We're creation. Start, <laughs> it's all starting already. <laughs> one preseason. Is he definitively better than Josh Allen? <laughs> I hey, I know I've won J I know I've won J over on the preseason doesn't matter thing. Yo, you're, listen, you're with me now on that. Listen, Monty I will admit that I never put much stock in it, but I put some in it. I'm putting less in it now. Yeah. McNuggets, yeah. you know he looked good. I want to McNuggets, hear. he wasn't playing. He right wasn't the, jump, the step back jump shot to put him in the lead was good. Overall, Jay ducked me on true or false. He shot 48 threes as a team. Jay, Jay ducked me on true or false. I never got to it. <laughs> <laughs> he never got to it. It was too much.